It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by National Realty. Managers of New York City cash flow real estate providing you 12% annualized returns with immediate monthly distribution. See them at nria.net. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Let's go over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. Stocks are under pressure today on reports of a growing consensus within the ECB to taper QE. Dow is currently down 121 points. SBs dropped 15 and Nasdaq falls 23. The small cap 600 is down five points and the U.S. 10 yield jumps to 1.68%. 10 out of 11 SB sectors are lower led by losses in real estate, utilities and telecom. Only financials gained. Dow Transports fall 35, Utilities 16, Nazarbatech slumped 20, and the VIX is higher by 6%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow included 3M, Verizon, and Chevron, while J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Apple led. Salesforce jumped as much as 3.5% intraday after the CFO said the company will be a $10 billion company next year in revenue, while Newmont Mining fell 10% amid 3% declines in gold. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine? Thank you, Bill. And to hear the breaking news over your Bloomberg, type SQUAK on your terminal. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is down 25 cents a barrel, half a percent at 48.56. Spot Gold down $41 an ounce. That's a loss of 3%, trading at 12.7160. Ten-year Treasury down 17.30 seconds, yield 1.6829. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The restaurant industry and federal government regulations. What are the connections? Well, here to tell us all about it is someone who's an expert. We have Mike Halen. He is our senior restaurant analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, providing real-time, unique research in a variety of industries, as well as the market and government factors that affect business operations. Our terminal customers can access this function at BI. Go. All right. B.I. Go, Mike Halen. Go for it. The restaurant industry and federal regulations. I know a lot of restaurant owners. They have not been happy campers the last couple of months. No, they haven't. Uh, Actually, this whole year. This whole year has been very difficult. Started out great. uh, Weather aided comp, right? We had a very mild uh, winter compared to the year uh, a year ago. And then since then, it's been all downhill. I mean, I'd say the biggest thing going on here is the growing gap between eating at home versus away from home. I think a lot more people are, you know, just cutting back on lunch or dinner visits and deciding to either cook at home or brown bag their lunch because the gap is at a record high. We've never seen it this high. Um, and 
you know, and, and it's all ties back to labor. You know, well, restaurants are very labor intensive. And I, you've done some terrific work, and I just want to highlight it because, uh, you know, on the terminal, BIGO, Bloomberg Intelligence, and, and following it more broadly, Mike, you've done terrific work on the minimum wage movement. Give or pay everybody $15 an hour. It has started, for example, to, the steps are being taken in New York City. But rest, you said very labor intensive and restaurants rely on sort of entry level jobs, dishwashers, you know, the line cooks, where they may not be getting $15 an hour, but they might be people who wouldn't get a job otherwise. And if I'm a small business in a very tight margin business, like a small restaurant, how am I going to pay people 15 bucks an hour? Uh, a lot of them can't. I mean, like you said, it's low single digit, mid single digit margin business. Really, there's not much room here. And, and they've actually, restaurants have caught a break because food costs are down. So, you know, what's going to happen when, when commodity prices turn back up? Um, what's going to happen, what we see happening is, is greater investment in automation technology. So what, what a lot of chains are doing now, um, are testing kiosks because frankly, Millennials want this. They don't want to even take their uh, headphones off to talk to somebody. They just want to keep them in, order via kiosk, sit down and get their food. Um, so we're t- they're testing it already, and they're especially looking at states like uh, Washington and California and Washington D.C. where they're going to have fifteen dollar minimum wages because the ROI on the automation technology is better. But if you raised minimum the minimum wage to twelve dollars or fifteen dollars across the country, you're going to see uh, these changes start to accelerate. Uh, the investment. So you'll also see it at, at casual dining chains, chains like Texas Roadhouse, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. They're testing handheld servers. So every time somebody takes your order, they don't have to go to the POS system and type in. I don't like it at the airport when I just put my, <laughs> my put my put my tap something and then someone comes over. I'm I'm just not a fan. And I was I worked in the restaurant business for many years. Yeah, a lot of people like the human interaction at the high end. You know, people definitely will want to continue to have that um, service and feel the hospitality of of uh, places like the Union Square Hospitality Group. Um, but on the on the lower end, you know, there's not too many ways out of this other than automating for these, you know, fast casual and casual dining chains. I'm going to give you the secret, see here. There was something called the Automat. And the Automat, you put your change in a little window in a little box and you could open the door and you'd get your sandwich out of the Automat. So there's, there's the answer to all this. <laughs> it's going to be like the Jetsons, right? Yeah, right. I well, mean... yeah, they're coming home to roost. Um, uh, talking about the Jetsons, what are the companies? Who are the best makers of the technology and the implementers of the technology in order to get rid of these repetitive tasks. Yeah, so it, it's interesting because it, it's very disparate. There's not a very... Um, these like family businesses? or no, Because just, I mean like just... slicing, dicing, packaging, moving, conveyor, I mean, you know. Yeah, so... Blue so, Apron. You know, that, that yeah, that that's I, I, IPOing. But um, no, on the on the technology side, there's not a, any really pure plays. Um, you know, I, I think your best bet is to kind of... Um, Who's you know, doing it the best then? Who, what restaurant Well, McDonald's is? is ahead of the curve. You know, in Europe, some of their markets already have this rolled out, kiosk rolled out in all of their restaurants. So um, that has enabled them. They haven't really spoke too much about it because it's a franchisee and they don't want to give out their business. But um, they, they have been able to cut back labor. McDonald's is very careful not to say, look, we're going to cut jobs because that typically creates some blowback. And they're saying, you know, we're going to create a different service environment. We're going to... Well, speaking food, of big, like big, that. big names, a quick final question. You have about oh, maybe 30 seconds. Uh, Starbucks might be a very important company to watch in this regard. Very. So it's interesting because they were very supportive of a $15 minimum wage. They're very 
they, they pay their employees pretty well. Most people in the business want to work at Starbucks. Um, but what's happened since they've raised the minimum wage is that they've had com- employees complaining about aggressive cutbacks of hours. And there's a petition out there with over 10,000 votes. People saying, you're cutting my hours. You raised my pay. It's, it's a wash. What are we doing? So it, it's a very good example of, of what's going to happen in the business. Mike Halen, Senior Restaurant Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Uh, Bloomberg Intelligence, this is what it's all about. Unique real-time research, context on industries like this. you got to watch it on the Bloomberg. And this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by M.Y. Safra Bank, a leading name in banking with 150 years of family knowledge and exclusive banking services. Stop in at 499 Park Avenue or visit mysafra.com. Member FDIC. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.